this word. Welcome, everybody, to episode 724 of RP Grinders. I'm your host, Frank Branch, alongside my trusty cohorts, Eric the Great, Breakman the Bold. Gentlemen, how are you? How are you doing, Break? <laughs> he's joining us via satellite. Um, no, he's joining us via via uh, cell phone, I guess, uh, today. Um your fucking computer, dude. <laughs> it's a ongoing saga, man. I think RP Grinders... How long have you had that laptop break? A few years now. Yeah. It's, 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 tax season's coming up. I'll, I'll look into a new... I'll have to look into a new one. <laughs> if I can't figure out what the fuck... What right, even if it's a little Chromebook, dude. Something, you know, to help you think, out. I want to see if this thing can fly or not. I paid 175 <laughs> for mine last year. Uh, 175. That's not too bad. I mean, you know, for a little laptop that does these type of things. But you know, all right. Um, let's get. Uh, let's uh, I, the only thing I use it for is to pull up like walkthroughs on the internet for games I'm playing, oh, and potentially for podcasting if that comes to it. Yeah, um, I just hit the stop streaming button. Dang it! Um, hold on, I got to tell. Uh, Oh, well, uh, we get a bot here, Vigilant Blub Blub. Yeah, get out of here, Vigilant Blub. I'm not interested in getting. I mean, I'm interested in getting more followers, but the right right way. Um, uh, followers, I hate that so much. I know. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, it, it is what it is. You have to deal with that no matter what website you you use. Like if it's YouTube or or YouTube is bad, man. They have a lot of porn bots in there and, you know, trying to get you to go to free cam sites and all this bullshit, you know. You know uh, uh, yeah, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm not sucking all the websites, uh, you know, break, but, you know. All right, let's um let's go ahead and get started with the uh the the news here. Let's get this out of the way, Eric. We can we can breeze through this, I think. RPG news. All right, Eric, you're up. Uh, from RPG site, we've got uh, announcement for a, a remake of an old PS2 game called Dokapon Kingdom. And so this is Dokapon Kingdom Connect. It's going to Nintendo Switch sometime in the spring. So April 13th is the Japanese release date. Who knows what's going to be in the other parts of the world. I remember but, Dokapon uh, Kingdom, actually. From what I could tell, it's like, like a weird cross between Mario Party, Monopoly, and Life. And yeah. it's rather cutthroat and difficult. Yeah. And it will probably destroy relationships even faster than Mario Party can. <laughs> yeah. Mario Party... I, I wonder if they're rebalancing that, though, so it's less frustrating. Yeah, Mario Party was... Uh... Or so it's more fun if you're just playing by yourself. Yeah, 
Dokapunk Kingdom, I, I, I don't understand the need for this game. I mean, I remember it not being very good. Um, you know, whatever. I mean, it, it, it you know, I, I think I might have had this on the PS2 and played very little of it. That's how much I thought of it. I like in the press release it says, now you and your frenemies from across the globe can play Dokapunk Kingdom Connect with mm. the online play because that's something a PS2 version didn't have. Yeah. Well, and then, I mean, I mean, this isn't even a remake. It looks exactly like it did back in the day. I mean, it, there's not much difference other than the netcode, I guess. But um, I think all the codes new, so it's technically a remake. I guess. I mean, it doesn't look any better. I didn't do anything with the character models. But there's a $10 sale on it if you get it right away. Instead of paying 60 you could pay 50 for a PS2 game. So there you go. I guess. Um, all right. Anything else on that, Eric? Um, if you pre-order the game on the IFI online store, you get a free IFI trading card. Oh, exciting! <laughs> Yay! I guess. Whatever. Okay. Uh, next uh, story comes to us from rpgsite.net if it ever loads here Atelier Riza 3 Alchemist of the End and the Secret Key delayed to March 24th um disappointing but um it's a month and um you know there's an apology in order to uh, in order to make this everything else that's coming out in February that's probably a good idea yeah I think it's a good idea too in order to make this game a fitting finale for Riza and her friends we have taken on challenges such as adventuring in a, in a vast open field and graphics that express the charm of these characters to the fullest extent. So it sounds like I'm they're giving gonna them a... Go, I'm going to go out on a limb saying the Switch version is giving them problems. I, I'm going to probably guess that too. Our team will take this additional time to fine-tune the final touches so that we can deliver to all you, uh, you know, blah 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 I mean, whatever. A month is no big deal. I mean, it... At least they came out with a statement. I mean, Brake and I have talked about this for for years. So, uh, no big deal, right? I mean, I think we can all agree. Plus, February stacked with games, so, you know. Um, Brake, I'm assuming you I don't... still need to play the first two Rises. Yeah. Brake, I'm assuming that uh, your computer's still doing its thing. Um, low res mode now, so let's see if that works. <laughs> okay. Um, Eric, uh, next story, please. Um, East Memoir, The Oath and Felgana, dated for Japan for April 27th. And pre-orders will include a 14-track music CD sampler. And it will contain all the arranged music related to East Oath and the Felgana, which is so... I'm guessing they just ripped 14 tracks from the arranged soundtrack and just threw it together in this collection. <laughs> I mean, we can never get a, a full, full-on deal, you know. I mean, come on, man. But this is for the Japanese release. So it's not even us. Oh, oh, that's even worse. It's only for the Japanese release. But Ultimate Felgana, great game, right, Eric? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, fourteen track music CD, and and it's probably what like a. And I'm not a particular fan of the arranged. Uh, tracks yeah. these game soundtracks. Yeah, because they use instrumentation that just sounds weird. Yeah, let's see if we got. Hey, freak, are you in chat still? Uh, looks like you are. Um, let us know if you can hear. Um, 
I had a little snafu. I stopped the stream and I restarted it, so sorry about that. Uh, Drapsnat's in there and 01 Ella. Thanks for being in there. All right. Um, let's go on to the next one. Coming to us from Loading Screen, as uh, Break likes to say. Uh, Gamatsu, uh, Akai Ito, and Ayo Shiro. Oi. Oi. Aoi. Aoi Shiro. Yeah. I can't read that right now. Yeah, I know. This was your... I purposely planned this to be yours, uh, break, but, you know. <laughs> Are you in the bucket break? <laughs> um, HD Remaster for Switch launches May 25th in Japan. Um, so I like the name of the corporation that uh, announced this. SUCCESS, all caps, um, announced. Uh, it'll support English, Japanese, Chinese, be available both physically and digitally, and special edition, which will also include um, the game, uh, the soundtrack uh, to Akai, um, uh, a drama CD, which that's kind of cool, like a audio, you know. Uh, uh, these are, so this game is actually a collection of two games, and they're both uh, horror adventure games. Yeah. So this this looks cool. That might I'm be. I'm wondering if they get local, if they'll get it localized. Yeah, I don't know. All right, Eric. Next story, please. Because this is a game back from twenty two thousand eight. Yeah. All right, Eric. You're up next. Uh. Next would be Returnal for PC dated for February fifteenth. And the, of course, they're selling it for sixty bucks, but that's at least ten dollars less than the PS Five version was being sold for initially. I know, I know. Uh, but I mean, aren't PC games in general kind of cheaper, like ten bucks cheaper, anyways? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. But uh, pre-orders include early access to the following in-game items: Electro Trop Pylon Driver Weapon. Hollow Seeker Weapon, one Reflex Stimulant, one Pulsing Mass Artifact, one Adrenaline Booster. Okay. And those who link their Steam account with their PlayStation Network account will unlock the in-game outfits, Astro Model 9 Prototype Suit, and Astro Model 14 Tactical Suit. And it doesn't say anything about um, save, cross-save or save-transfer capabilities, so that's kind of you have to start over. I I never understood uh, the fascination with with clothing and games. Like in a million years, when I was playing Nintendo, Super Nintendo, um, you know, all the way up in, in, to the modern age, I never really once thought, man, it would be so cool if I could change the outfit of my character. You know, it's like I think it's more of the likes. So like I'm got, I got tired of seeing the same character model over and over again. Let's I guess. I mean. But, I like changing character models and, and outfits and stuff. I just don't really? like paying. Yeah, I don't like. Definitely don't like paying. If it's an added bonus, I guess cool. You know, um, if not, I'll just go on YouTube and watch other people play as that character for a little bit. You know, like Resident Evil, like the remakes and stuff have a lot of like like you know different character clothing and you know and, and on pc man they went nuts with with mods like <laughs> they had one where um jill was in like a dominatrix outfit and you know shit like that is fun or you, or you could change nemesis to look like thomas the chicken yeah or shrek or or any number of things that you can do on pc right mm -hmm. but uh 
I don't know, man. For me, it just was never a huge issue. Like, I, I never, like, I, you know, I wasn't playing Zelda and, and was like, oh, man, I wish I could change his outfit to look like, uh, you know, Mario or something. Like, it, it, it just, I, to me, it's, like, so petty. Like, I play the game for the game. You know, I don't know. But I agree with you guys. If I, I don't like to pay for At that shit. At least the outfit ch- changes in the Switch version of Bayonetta um, have function. Yeah, they changes. have functionality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And I, I don't. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, break. Bikini outfits. Like, why? Like, why? Why do people need to get their characters in bathing suits? <laughs> well, I think we know the reason for that, break. I mean, you know, that's just what I was talking about. Like, watching Jill Valentine battle Nemesis in a in a dominatrix outfit was pretty hot, dude. To be honest, you know. I mean, let's call a spade a spade here. You know, I mean, or it could go the other way with guys too. You know, like. Like, uh, if you're playing as Carlos in Resident Evil, what is it, 3? Um, you know, I mean, I mean, shirt off, I guess, you know, or whatever, you know, I mean. Make but... him look like Carlos from Final Flight 2, that'd be funny. <laughs> that would be They're funny, man. They're practically the same character anyways. Yeah. There's just a few minute changes. What were you saying, Break? Uh, you kind of broke up. Put him in Zangief's outfit and give him a cod piece. <laughs> Even better, man. Even better. All right, Eric, next story, please. Um... Raiden 3 Cross Mikado Maniacs is coming to the West for all platforms. Um, PC versions added for global release. So, um, yeah, um, I need another was a PC release of this game, but it's coming too. But, um, anyways, there's a $69.99 limited edition available for pre order via Ooh. the NIS online store. I like that. And it comes with the game, two discs, original soundtrack, poster, acrylic phone stand, and a collector's box. Mm. Now, Raiden 3 wasn't exactly the best Raiden game. Yeah. I played it way back in the PlayStation 1. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think apparently this version of the game does a lot. So it'd yeah. be interesting to play again. I'm trying to, to watch gameplay of no, it. I'm not, I'm not thinking of Raiden 3. I'm thinking of Raiden Triad, but oh well. Which I'm trying completely different game than three. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to look at uh, um, any gameplay of it, but there's like like little to no gameplay. They just they're basically just explaining. Yeah, the it's game. just an announcement trailer. Oh, here we go. There's a little bit. Um, it it looks kind of pretty, to be honest with you, Eric. But I mean, this is probably obviously. Raiden Four is considered to be the best Raiden game so far. Though, yeah, in recent memory, Raiden, the Raiden games are fun. They're just really difficult. You know, it's like all those. I got the Raiden Aces collection of all the Raiden Aces games. Yeah, um, shmups in general are pretty difficult, anyways. Uh, the only one that I ever remember, and it's like a very basic one that I was any decent at, was that what, what is it, nineteen forty-two, I believe. Uh, it was fun, you know, and it was like basic, you know, but uh, eh, fun nonetheless. They're they're all really fun. They're just some of them are really hard. Like I was watching uh, gameplay of Ikaruga, Eric, and holy mm. shit, man! Talk about a a hard but fun looking game. Um, that one really relies on coordination, like hand eye coordination and switching back and forth between light and dark, you know, like black and white, you know, type thing, and uh, you know. It looks fun, but uh, just really difficult. But if you ever guys ever get, it, have you ever seen that uh, uh, break? Have you ever played Ikaruga? Yeah, 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 good game. Yeah, yeah it's a great, great game. Hard though, right? 
Oh yeah, very hard. <laughs> I like shmups a lot, but I suck at all. I think I, I think too. it's an easier game than any um than your average cave game, though. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. All right, let's move on to maybe something that's not quite as hard. Uh, that's what she said. Um, from Gamatsu. Oh, <laughs> Break. Um, Veneris Tactics coming to Xbox Series, uh, Xbox One, and Switch. So, if you're looking... This game we talked about a while ago. Yeah. Uh, release other than soon was not announced. So, there you go. Coming soon. Uh, with no release date. And tells a little bit about it. Um, obviously, strategy game. But there you go. If you're, is this an old game? No, but it launched last year in August fourth. Okay, um, it does look like a retro throwback. Um, I mean, the obvious comparison, um, a rudimentary uh, Final Fantasy Tactics type game. You know, so there you go. All right, Eric. Next story, please. Next story is. Um, Coffee Talk episode two has got a release date for April twentieth. I I still haven't played Coffee Talk, but um, I'll try to what, look into it. What kind of game is it, Eric? Uh, it is is it adventure game ah. slash visual novel? It's more visual novel bent because of, there's not really a lot of adventuring going on. Yeah, it looks maybe a little bit of puzzle element. So, so basically, uh, you you're a you're a barista, and you and then customers come in, and then you learn their background stories, and that's the story of the game. Basically, yeah. just listening to them do stuff. I got you. I, I need you to go back to my the bi- the, the most closest comparison I could put right next to it would be there's another game called uh, Valhalla, which is about alcohol rather than coffee, but it's basically the same thing. But that's a cyberpunk atmosphere, and this is just a normal present day atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. But like, but you're like in a fantasy world because there's like, like fantasy creatures involved. Yeah, it looks like that. It looks like it might have a slight, I don't know, kind of Catherine feel to me. You know, Eric, like how you had those. Uh, moral conundrums that you have to choose from and that's kind of the same thing you're listening to people like, talk like give this guy a really shitty drink he might complain but he might also tell me his life story yeah <laughs> yeah 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 exactly all right it looks like fun i mean I, maybe I, I, I should intentionally put too much sugar in this cop's coffee because i don't want him in here because fuck cops <laughs> right exactly maybe i should uh you know, put a little rat poison. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next story comes to us from. Um, I'm, I'm going to do this one to Eric uh, Gamatsu, uh, Little Witch Nobeta um, or Nobida uh, launches March 7 in the West. Limited edition contents detailed. Um, just looking for a date here. So the standard edition. Holy shit! Standard edition's forty nine ninety nine. The physical limited edition in North America and Europe uh, sells for one twenty nine. It will yeah, include, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a lot of money. It includes a copy of the game, steel game case, compendium of crafted souls, hardcover art book. That's kind of cool. Uh, original soundtrack CD, pop up card, sleeping Nobita or Nobita uh, plushie, collector's box, and an exclusive trading card. Does that sound like it's worth it to you, uh, Break? Um, 
<laughs> I'm looking at it, man. I mean, for $120, couldn't or $130, couldn't you like include like a really nice statue? You know, I mean, some dollars want game, a soundtrack, um, maybe a strategy guide or art book, um, a new controller, uh, memory card, <laughs> like a new PS5 game. is included with it. You know, stuff like that. I mean, yeah, why not? <laughs> Fuck, I mean, games are are becoming out of control, man. I mean, I know they're expensive to produce, but god damn it, man! You, what kind of money do you? Dollars ha- is a lot of money for the console release. I mean, they're they're asking. It's been on PC since June twenty first of last year, and um, sure, it's probably getting out of its early access period, but I'm pretty sure it's cheaper on Steam right now. I mean, and these things don't really gain value, right? It's not like it, they say collectors limited editions, right? But but like you're not unless you live it leave it in pristine condition unopened, you're not going to be making any money off of this. You know what I mean? Like like if you're going to get this, you have to be a true fan of this game. And I agree with you, Eric. Forty nine is way too much for this game anyway. So whatever. All right. Anything else on that, Eric? Um, I'm the only reason that they could probably justify is because they probably had to localize the game to tweak some of the maybe grammatical errors of the PC release. I guess I'm pretty sure the game didn't have an official localization team behind it, and English isn't the first language of the developer. So why? Let me ask you. Let me ask you this question, Eric. Why is it so hard to localize things? Like, like literally, it's just translation, right? Well, no, because then you've got to do it in a format that makes sense and, and in some cases, improve the dialogue so that it's actually more amenable to the audience you're trying to sell it to. Yeah. Uh, Freak5 says, uh, Break should do DoorDash. The to- real question you should be asking is, why is it so hard to pay your translators decent wages. Well, that too. I mean, that's that's a big part of it. Uh, Break should do DoorDash to make money for a new laptop. I have made $1,000 in 10 days. Does that sound appealing to you, uh, Breakman? $1,000 in 10 days? Yeah. Okay, the, the game on Steam currently is at 25 bucks. Yeah, that's too much. 50 bucks. D- double the price. That's ridiculous. Break, DoorDash it anytime soon? Well, what, what article are you on right now? <laughs> <laughs> the um, Little Witch no- Nobita launch. That's what this we're on. This is basically Lily Magician Girl Souls. Yeah. So, um, DoorDash uh, interest you at all, uh, Break? Uh, I'm trying to find this on here. <laughs> he's not even paying attention, man. He's like, he's like, fuck that, man. I'm not doing that, man. But, I mean, it is an idea, man. Pick up a couple of uh, DoorDashes and Eventually, you'll have a little pile of money to get a really decent laptop, I guess. I think that's what Freak 5 is trying to tell you, Break. Maybe Break should do DoorDash one week so he can finally buy a PS5 or something. <laughs> I know, right. Just work work for him for a week, and there you go. <laughs> that would suck, <laughs> though, man, having two full-time jobs even for a fucking week, man. Ugh. All right, um, Breakman, uh, I, I'm assuming you still don't have your your stuff I'm up. I'm trying to do it all. I'm trying. To, I can't find the shared with me file. Oh, it's okay, dude. I'll I'll take care. Of, I'll t- we'll just do it, dude. Trust me, it's easier this way. 
Uh, Freak Five says he got his PS Five this week. That's awesome, Freak Five. Good, good for you, dude. Um, sort of the Vagrant Physical Edition for PS Four Switch launches June second in Europe. Um, why didn't they do a PS Five version? That's that's really weird. Okay, but there you go. It's gonna be um, twenty four ninety nine euro, which is roughly like thirty bucks. So that's not that's not terrible. A Switch version will, of course, course have the Nintendo tax of, at twenty. Of course, limited run games is going to be doing the North American distribution, right? Because of course, <laughs> all right. So there you go. That's the story on sort of the vagrant. All right, Eric. Next story. But like the markup isn't that much higher than the actual digital copy because that's like ten bucks, and um, this is like twenty five ish. Wait a minute. The digital copy is only ten bucks. Yeah. Jeez! Wow. Okay. Well, that sucks. But all right, it, it does look like it does look like the, the stuff they're putting into the physical edition is gonna make it worth that extra chink. I mean, it but looks pretty. I mean, I will it say doesn't that. Say what's gonna be in the collection? I think it's just the game, though, and maybe a manual. I mean, think of and, and maybe like a mini art book. Yeah. If you could um, think of... chain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I'm looking at it now. It sort of looks a little bit like um, Dragon's Crown. Uh, yeah. You know, if you're, if you're yeah, into that. It's a really good game, so... It, is it a good game, Eric? Well, it's rated... It's, on Steam, it's rated positively. Like, very high. Okay. Very, very positive, I mean. All right. So, this is 10 bucks. you're saying, currently on... On Steam or on PlayStation? No, ten bucks on PlayStation. On Steam, it's probably even cheaper. Fuck, ten bucks, man. Yeah, I'll just I'll just get this uh, <laughs> for ten bucks, man. If, if I might I might buy it on Switch and then just buy it on PS Five right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ten bucks, dude, and it does. It looks a lot like uh, um, Dragon's Crown, which is not a bad thing at all. It's really, really good, actually. All right, Eric, next story. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes is coming to the Switch, and I have to ask why. I know. Well, that's an like, odd choice. Unless they've got a good development team behind this release, the port's not going to play well, because um, Mortal Shell tried to do that, and apparently it didn't work out so well, and the game's got issues. Ugh. Which is why they did a cloud version in the first place. I'm assuming. Uh, I don't have high hope for hopes for this uh, actually, Eric. So there you go. All right, anything else, Eric? No. All right. As soon as my um, uh, thing pu- pulls up, here you go. Uh, from Gamatsu, Front Mission First uh, remake physical limited edition launches this spring in Europe, summer in North America. Are we that? Tied to our physical releases, uh, that we absolutely need physical releases of everything. Still, I mean, I'm, I'm there's kinda, a market for it. I know there's a market for it, Eric, but I'm kind of over physical releases. I don't know. I, yeah, I just, and you keep telling us we don't care. I care, and that's why I keep mentioning it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, you're gonna care when there's no more physical editions left. I mean, I think it. It's like holding on to gas, gasoline. Like, for cars. Like, really? I mean, come on, man. Get with the times, guys. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I just, I'm, yeah, whatever. Yeah, for, for your games that you have to go online for in, in a country whose infrastructure is still completely garbage. Ugh. 
And yeah. once you're done with the game, you can't pawn it off to somebody else. No, and and okay, that's fine. But eventually, all physical media dies anyway. So, I mean, it is what it is. But uh, let's see if there's any. Uh, there were some extras in this uh, first mission. Front the, mission and and those digital storefronts for games don't have any real way for you to gift it to someone. That's one thing I wish they would do. I wish you could gift your games to to another. Like, at least one time in its life cycle, you could say, okay, I'm done with this. I'm going to gift it to Eric or whatever. You know, here you go. But, that, I but mean... You can't even just buy the game for someone else. Like, uh, you're talking about gifting something you've already bought. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And and but you're right. I mean, you can always get gift cards like I give to you guys, you know, it's, you know, but but it's not the same. I know what you're saying, Eric. Like you yeah, can't even Yeah, you can't exactly buy Steam gift cards either. Yeah, so. that's true too. Um all right. That's it for that. Um you do you have a homie gift discount, don't you, Eric? At least Steam lets you give games to people. Yeah, that's cool. Uh Eric, do you have a homie discount you said? Uh, there's like Resident Evil sale going on on PSN and Steam. There oh, if might you have be sales on the Xbox for Resident Evil games, but I don't think all of them are available for sale. Yeah, there's always sales on the Resident Evil games, but I guess this one's pretty, pretty good. I I heard you say that Resident Evil Two remake was like ten bucks. That's it's actually really good. I mean, you know. All right, um, Breakman. I'm assuming nothing in Dear Breakman this week. No, not that <laughs> I saw. Everything crashed, but uh, poor break man. Let, let me look at my phone. Let me look on this Twitter account. Okay. I, I finally got into the news thread, by the way. Oh wow! At the end <laughs> of the news, how convenient, uh, break man. <laughs> All right, let's move on to what we've been playing. Inquiring minds want to know. All right, Eric. Or I'm sorry, break man. What have you been playing? Do it differently for once. I mean, I'm just eh, no, I could probably deviate here and there, but let's let's go uh, with the status quo for now. Um, mostly um, blasphemous. Uh, I beat it and got the the second ending and mm. playing through. I know there's four endings. I'm uh, I'm not sure if I'll be able to play through the third game. The third time, it gets even harder because the second playthrough is like ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, like you. Yeah, the enemies hit a lot harder. <laughs> you're you're weaker, and the enemies hit a lot harder. Like Eric just said, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, um, you're like, not necessarily weaker though, because any sword upgrades that you've picked up come back. But yeah. like, you lose your health upgrades, you have to regain those. Well, you are because I looked at. Um, I compared one of the enemies that I, I could kill, kill in one hit. And now it takes me four. Ooh, that's a steep. Steep curve, man. That's, I mean, double. I could see, you know, two hits would be okay, but damn, four. Wow. Like you got stronger as you're playing through after you beat bosses, but I beat a couple bosses and I have not gotten stronger. <laughs> it's, like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not that much harder. It's just a matter of like the bosses take longer to kill. Yeah, it's an attrition thing more than anything, I guess. Second playthrough. So, um, anything else you've been playing? Break. Um, let me see. I. Played through the, I paid the end to the one ending, but uh, I was at a part where I was doing these uh, platforming levels, and I was on like the fourth one or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I realized it's going to take me repetition to do get through it, so it's going to take take me like an hour, two, three hours to do. 
this little three minute section. Yep. <laughs> I just said, you know what? It's not fucking worth it. Yeah. I'm, just saying, I'm skipping it. And I just went and beat the game, and I don't know if I'll go back and do them when I when I come to them again. Um, I I don't know, but fuck them. The, the third but, ending requires you to do the DLC content. As well as fulfilling the conditions of the second ending. Oi. Oi. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll just look that one up online then. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, like, because it takes place almost immediately after that ending is supposed to happen. So, uh, And it's supposed to be a uh, clue in for what happens to the sequel, because there's going to be a sequel. Okay. Hmm. I don't really care the story. It's a lot of mumbo jumbo religious stuff that I just don't get and care about. Yeah. Um, everybody's obsessed obsessed with suffering and, and pain in it, and I'm like, eh, oh, so the Catholic so religion, though. So, yeah. Oh no. Okay. So uh, anyway, uh, so when I was uh, irritated with that, and just I shouldn't say when I just was looking at that, and I'm like, I don't want to do this. I, I went and played something like Friday the Thirteenth, and that's when I'd get irritated because most games people don't finish anymore; they just quit. Yeah. back to the menu that sucks man time. that really so sucks after, yeah. so after I, some frustration with that installing on Blasphemous I, I started playing some Calabunga uh, collection oh okay cool collection. I like it a lot yeah um, like the little added things they add I mean all collections do you know like artwork and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, games are the games are fun and there are a variety of different gameplay um <laughs> the Game Boy game, like the the first Game Boy game, is the most basic action game ever made. Mm. <laughs> it's literally right attack stuff. It, 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 it's right. like it's like two steps above a Tiger LCD game, too, in terms of how it animates. <laughs> One of those old like like <laughs> Tiger games. That's funny, man. Um. <laughs> one has improved and the third one actually turns into like an adventure game where you're Michelangelo trying to find the other turtles and you're going through like a a maze of levels and shit which is kind of interesting hey Brick let me ask you on Friday the 13th did you get all your stats back or no no I didn't get any of my items back I didn't get my levels back I didn't get any of my levels back why that sucks so bad man and there's like nothing you can do about it you know it's like yeah, it sucks. This <laughs> man's giving me his frowny face because she was upset about it too. Yeah, that really you should sucks, have at least man. been able to get your save back. I know that man. saves on the cloud. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Damn it, Whatever. man! And it's not like anybody's going to do anything about it. You know, like like I'll, I have this free to play game called Mar- Marvel Puzzle Quest. You guys know that I've been playing that thing for years, but. But, um, like, any time that there's, like, any type of little mistake, I mean, anything little, and they're like, oh, here's, uh, here's a few hundred points for your, you know, and they're, like, sig- significant things, you know, it's like, okay, that's cool, thanks, I, I mean, I didn't even notice, notice anything, but thanks for giving me points for that, you know, it's like, it's like, I don't know, I, I like when developers take care of people like that, you know, it's like, like, really cool, you know, but... Man, the, obviously there's nothing going to be done with Friday the 13th or, you know, shit's winding down, yeah. which we will talk about shit winding down in games uh, pretty soon. But, uh, all right, um, anything else you've been playing, Break? Back to the Calabunga collection. Like I said, the third one's better. Now, 
the original Nintendo game is still fucking hard, man. Yeah. Like, I yeah. remember watching other people, like, play through it like it was easy, and I'm still struggling with it. Mm. Like, even with a rewind button, I'm like, fuck. Like, fuck, could hit me. Fuck you. Stop. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, all that. Um, yeah. Then there's the tournament fighters games. Why? <laughs> Just why? <laughs> why? Just why? Um, the Nintendo version especially kind of reminds me of Mortal Kombat on the Game Boy. Like, technically it works, but the hardware is obviously not strong enough to handle anything that you're trying to do. Also, they can't do super move or special moves properly, so you have to pick up the special item that lets you do special moves. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, like, special moves are inconsistent as far as, like, the button presses to do them and stuff, which is irritating. But that special ball is, like, just so stupid. Like, suddenly you can do a superpower. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, so th- this is one of those games that should have never happened. Like, kind of like, oh, so that's where the Final Smash idea came from. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and then you, you have the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis versions, which are, they remind me of the Justice League game. It's like, oh, this is such a great idea. This is such a terrible game. What the <laughs> fuck? Such a good idea, but such a terrible game. <laughs> At least the Super Nintendo version soundtrack's neat. Yeah. <laughs> soundtrack. Oh uh, yeah, that's about all I can say about that. But like the other games in the collection, are there, there's a lot of good games in there. You know, like the the arcade games, Turtles in Time. Uh, also, the the Genesis version pulls the bullshit at all. Well, you can't get the real ending of the game unless you play on hard difficulty. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That reminds me of a free for all topic that uh, we should talk about it. Uh, talk about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it down so I don't forget it. It's a it's something that I've been. Um, oh man, we'll get to it. I, I marked it down so now I'll I'll remember. But uh, all right, anything else? Uh, break. Uh, a little bit of Carmageddon, and that's it. All right, Carmageddon still fun as ever. I bet. <laughs> it's it's a good game you remember essentially. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Eric. People and uh, trying to wreck other cars. No. Yeah. Just normal. You know. Like GTA before GTA was GTA. You know, stuff like that. Um, Eric, what have you been playing? Just more Dragon Quest Eleven S. I didn't get a chance to play Battlestar all this week. Yeah. Um, I've been playing. It's kind of hard to play games at work when you barely get time to do anything. Yeah. And your breaks. Uh, that's true. I mean, your breaks, I mean, ugh. I mean, employers are getting worse. I mean, that's another topic we could talk about, I guess, uh, Eric. But, uh, yeah, I understand, man, for sure. Um, I did uh, dance a little bit in Resident Evil Village. Uh, so I'm making progress. I actually, I don't know how I pulled it off. It took almost every fucking bullet that I had. But I beat uh, uh Dimitri, what is her name? Uh, Mistress D- Dimitru or Demetrius? Yeah, holy shit! Is that that battle fucking hard? And then you know what? I I, I was talking to Bernie. Well, she, the thing that that makes it a lot easier is you can't really actually do any damage to her until she gets a certain distance to you. Like close and or far no, away? You have to lead her to a certain point in that tower. Oh. No wonder. Then, otherwise, you're wasting a lot of ammo. Oh God! No wonder then. I mean, it's something the game doesn't really tell you. I know that sucks, man. I was just unloading on her, and then I'm like, okay, well, I'll go up here, and then so, yeah, you're right because I went up up to the tower, the top of the tower, 
and then it crashed through, and then I was able to beat her. But um, it was really funny though because my what I said out loud, I said something along the lines of "Holy shit, that was that was crazy!" Right, and then the achievement was. Holy shit, that was crazy! Exactly what I said. It was it was fucking fun, man. Uh, it, it was a fun battle, but I wish I'd have known that. Then I could have saved a bunch of. Uh, it's like when the battle ammo. starts, you like have to. You have to back up a little bit. But how do you because, know? Because because, um, after a certain point, a certain cinematic happens. Otherwise, you're just wasting ammo. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but how do you? How are you supposed to know that, Eric? I think that's I, that sucks about video games, man. Like, I'm I'm sitting here unloading and I'm running out of ammo. I was, and I'm like, I was sitting there with the knife and my knife playthrough, wondering why it was taking so long, and then I remembered you have to actually like get her to a certain place. I got you. So you have to kind of lead her around that building and then up to that yeah. top of that tower. Yeah. Hey, Skodom is in chat. What's up, so Skodom? I was trying to use the stairs to my advantage to avoid most of her attacks. Yeah. Skodom, you can't do that. You have to, like, make her follow you for a bit. Yeah. Uh, Skodom, what's up, man? Nice to have you in chat. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a hard battle. It was cool, though. It was really cool. Um, I think it was something along the lines of she has the same weakness that her daughters did, and they had to be like dragged into the light a bit. I guess, but she was out in the light, like you know, flying yeah, around. Mean, so. It was daytime, but like I think you're on an overhead yeah. the building. I don't know. So weird, man. So weird. All right, let's uh, let's move on to reviews. RP Grinders re, 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 Reviews. Breakman, do you have any reviews this week? Yes, I do, in fact. Oh, all uh, right. Remember how I said, uh, me and Mrs. Breakman have been watching things like the 101 scariest ho- horror moments? Yes, and like that. yes, yes. Um, so we were one out and looked for some of the ones we thought were some of the better ones that we've seen on there. And one of the ones that interested both of us was uh, The Invisible Man. Oh, yeah. What did you think of that? recommended a long time ago when it came out yeah um well how long ago it came out because it's not that old no it's not but, that old uh, it's a couple three years old maybe at this point yeah maybe a couple um, the, the basic plot is a woman is uh trying to escape an abusive relationship um she she gets out of the house it starts with her basically escaping the house she has to, to sneak out of it because uh, her boyfriend is extremely intelligent, and he has set up a, an amazing security system that she has to bypass to get out of, uh, and, and she escapes, and then weird shit starts happening to her, you know, and it starts getting worse and worse, and she immediately realizes that some, well, I shouldn't say immediately, but she soon realizes that, that it's him, and he's found the way to become invisible. Yeah. And he is tormenting her. Uh, horribly throughout that. Alienating her, he gets her blamed for murder. Um, it has great special effects, great atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. Great ending. I just, I loved the movie. It was fantastic. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What movie was this? Invisible, Invisible Man. Man. Yeah. Uh, the new one? Yeah, the newer one. Yeah. But, uh, with Moss, I think is her name. Yes, and she's really good in uh, Handmaid's Tale too, by the way. And, and she's really good in this too. Yeah. Um, it was just, it's a strong movie. Um, 
I, I wish I hadn't seen the one uh, they hadn't shown some of the scenes I'd already seen. I wish I hadn't seen them and, and saw them during the movie because they might have been more like, you know, yeah, more oh impactful. Yeah, how, how's it stack up to Hollow Man though? I like Hollow Man a little bit too. Yeah. I about my my Lord and Savior. Kevin yeah, that's why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> he was trolling you, Break. Twelve out of ten, you know. Yeah. Um, but where this movie's a nine, I think. Yeah, I, I I think I gave it that strong of a recommendation too. I think I said eight, eight and a half, or something. Uh, break when I I reviewed it, but it's it's a uh, it packs quite a punch, doesn't it? Is it, it? Uh, streaming anywhere? Ah, that I don't yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> We watched it on uh, Invisible Man. It was on Prime. Prime. Yeah, it's Thank good. Uh, Skodama says he was playing Doom Eternal, getting frustrated with being overwhelmed in the level, not enough ammo. Yeah, that game gets pretty brutal, dude, for sure. Oh, see, that's what I really liked about Doom Eternal is how they set up like their ammo and health system. They set it up that you keep fighting. Like, you get ammo from killing. Uh, I just got... Hey, this is breaking news, guys. Crosby from Crosby, Stills, and Nash has passed away. That's... uh, Not really breaking news. happened earlier. I I did it? Oh, sorry. It's breaking news to me and to the RP Grinder audience. How dare you, Breakman? Yeah, I didn't know either. So, so how dare you? But anyways, what else you been... uh, What else you got a review for, Break? Whatever. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) What else you got, Break, for reviews? I watched uh, another one. Um, I'd already seen it before Mrs. Breakman hadn't, and she is a huge fan of Tony Todd. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you need to watch this. Um, the Night of the Living Dead remake. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's essentially the same tale as the original, but it's told with some differences. It has a completely, well, I shouldn't say completely different ending, but it has a different ending. And um, uh, the character of Barbara, who was basically, um, she was in shock in, in the original movie for the entirety that she was in it and did little of anything. Whereas Barbara in this movie is like a intelligent and, and really equipped to, to deal with the, the crap that's going on. And uh, the ending, uh, which is different from the original, in the original it was, uh, you know, this bleak ending where everybody died and... Uh, our hero Ben is the only one who survives, and then he's killed by the police. Yep. Uh, for the win- they they just shoot into a window. They don't even see what it is. They just see somebody moving, and they shoot and kill him. Um, this one has a equally kind of bleak ending, but in a different way. Hmm. And it's actually really it, it really is representative of the, some of the shit we've seen today and in, in present day, like with MAGA cults. Um, in this one, she escapes. And, and leaves Ben behind, who's been shot by another person. So, uh, and, and this one, he's wounded, and he goes to hide in the basement, and he's bleeding out, and she goes to get help. She runs into a bunch of rednecks, and, you know, she passes out, and they and they and she wakes up later on to find these rednecks are, have turned the zombie apocalypse into a game. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're practicing target practice with him, playing games with the zombies, you know, wrestling with them and stuff like that. Like it, They've set up a like a bar and a, like a food stand and stuff like that. Yeah. The world's ending was party is essentially, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the gun happened. 
world we live in, it's like an excuse to finally use your guns. Yeah. Like, this is what they have been waiting for. Like, this is the gun people. This is what they want. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and unlike the original, she actually, there is one survivor. She does actually survive. So. Yeah. Um, but my favorite part is when she goes back to the house and the guy's all excited to see her and she shoots him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good remake, uh, actually. I mean, nobody ever really talks about that remake, but I thought it was pretty good when it came out. Um, break, um, you know, I didn't have any major issues with it. Uh, I think even um, uh, Romero thought it was pretty good, you know, for a remake. So, you know. Uh, so what are you giving that one, Break? Savini did that one, right? I What's think, that? The remake. I think Tom Savini did yes, that one. Yes, Tom Savini um, directed that one. I give the original. I think I gave the original like a 10, a perfect score, because it's just so, so good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think I should give it? Me? Mrs. Breakman. Oh, Mrs. Thinking. Breakman. <laughs> she thinks an eight. She wants yeah, an eight. I think that's fair, man. I think I would give it give it an eight as well. I mean, it's pretty good. Have you ever seen that one, Break or uh, Eric? Uh, what? Night of the Living Dead <laughs> remake. He's no, like, what? I haven't seen many of the Living Dead movies. Ooh, man, you're missing out, dude. I've been trying to find them on on um, streaming because I want to watch all of them again. Yeah. I haven't seen most of them for a long time. Like I hadn't seen that remake since the nineties. God, Day of the Dead is so good, man. The original. Um, I've only seen the remake recently. Like I haven't seen the original in forever. Oh, also, forgive me for being distracted because I'm trying to keep myself from yelling. From but yelling, I, I just read something very upsetting. Okay. Well, don't yell at us, man. We didn't do it. <laughs> I know it's not you guys. All right. I'm, I still want to yell. Yeah. I'm trying right. really hard not to. What other uh, uh, reviews do you have, Break? And I'll do my stinko, by the way. All right. That's it? Okay. All right. Uh, Eric, you have uh, some reviews. Yeah. Um, I got a review for Batman the Brave and the Bold. And the two Top Gun films. I guess I could also cover the Justice League, because I did watch that. But maybe I should save that for next week along with JLU. Yeah, that would be cool, um, Eric. Um, you know, time and all. Um, I, I will say this thing about the JLU. I think the JLU shit show. Oh, so far. Wow. Of the seven episodes I've seen of the first season, it the, the, is not the good. The with the with the um with the last one is they bring in all these characters but they never establish any of them. Like, yeah, and in each episode, each episode is a single conflict and it's resolved by the end, like a GI Joe episode. <laughs> and there's no room for character development of any kind if not kind of narrative. No, but the bus, but the uh, Booster Gold episode is still fantastic. And like half the episodes are decent, and and the other half of the episodes are just questionable. Like like uh, the Justice League members, the main cast, are been turned into children, and <laughs> and, and another one, Wonder Woman, gets turned into a pig by Cersei. Really, <laughs> and, and gets and chased by a butcher at some point whole- because of course. And they kept trying to like insinuate that like Diana and, and was hooking up with Bruce, but Bruce didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, I like, felt like 
Bruce, Tim, or Paul, the, I don't know which is responsible, but they're having their shipping fantasies being played out in the show or something. And sure, the original Justice League cartoon alluded to this near the end, but because they, I, but then, then they wanted to do the, replicate that whole um, hot girl and Green Lantern thing, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's continue on, Eric. Uh, yeah, let's let's get going here. <laughs> but uh, Batman Brave the Bold, I felt like it was. I felt like the goofy episodes of the JLU that we're pro- that I'm probably going to see more of are were the prototype template for being the Brave the Bold because you see a lot of Silver Age characters and it deals like a love letter to the Silver Age, but the goes show is also goofy as shit. <laughs> Yeah. And I love it for that, but that's not what JLU should be. <laughs> but um, but this show is basically just Batman. I he doesn't he doesn't do solo anymore, but he also doesn't have a Robin, so he just hooks up with a random hero of the day. There was like and, an episode two with Robin, and, and like they'll have like like little tiny skits with Robin. Like usually yeah. the opening sequence of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um but he'll like usually um I don't I don't know. This is like post JLU, like there's a new league being formed, but it's just called the New League. And it, like not even the new Justice League, because I guess that thing already exists maybe. <laughs> and like I guess it's the second like or third watchtower at this point that's been erected somewhere. But, um, do you think you'd see some Superman and Green Lantern, but you really don't. You see Guy Gardner instead, who's a big, gigantic asshole. Because, <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, but, um, anyways, uh, I kind of like the idea of the voiceover, the voice actor for Dexter's dad being Joker, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a nice blend of him and John DiMaggio and Mark Hamill thrown together. Uh, but John DiMaggio as Aquaman is pretty great. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I was going to say, he's probably either him or, or Batmite are my favorite characters. Yeah. <laughs> and and Batmite's voiced by Paul Rubens, which, uh, yeah. But, like, but the final episode of the show <laughs> is just really, really bizarre because. It is a parody of its own cancellation. Yeah. Yeah. But um, there's, like, three seasons, and each... Like, the first two seasons were, like, 26 episodes long, and the third season is only 13. But, uh... It did get darker towards around the middle of the second season. But, like, it never really got too serious. Like, they'll I... kill, like they're willing to kill characters off. I, I wrote the show off from its animation originally, but then seeing it later, like it's just the animation works for the show. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's pretty much the perfect. Uh, it's, the way the show is written, like it's written goofy, never taking itself serious. So the com- like the art shouldn't be like taking itself that seriously either. And, and like Kevin Conroy and Adam West had guest spots in a couple episodes. Like I think Adam West did Thomas Wayne in one episode, and. Uh, Kevin Conroy did the Ozer uh, Batman or whatever his name is, and and the f- fake not Metropolis was totally Metropolis, but it's in another planet on another dimension or something. 
All right. So and what Batman do you... gets superpowers and it gets to his head. <laughs> what are you giving yeah. Batman Brave and Bold, uh, Eric? Uh, I'm giving it an eight out of ten. All right, fair enough. Uh, you have a. Is that the dude from um, uh, uh, what's that show with Drew? Car- is it the Drew Carey show? I think it's just called that. Drew Carey show is going to be uh, the voice of Batman. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I think he did a great job. Mm. I love like it, like the tongue and cheek approach. Tongue and cheek approach to a lot of it was great. Like, uh, what's uh? He's like trying to. He's trying to his best to be like Michael Keaton, but stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great. It, like he, yeah, like he gets that we're. This isn't supposed to be taken that seriously, and like, yeah, he does a great job. Yeah. All right, Eric. Let's uh, move on to your uh, other reviews here. Uh, Top Gun, uh, and Top Gun Maverick, basically the same movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But Top Gun Mavericks, in my opinion, much better movie. Yes. It doesn't waste a lot of time, and the ending's more satisfying. Yep. Yep, totally agree. Uh, but, like, but the only problem I have with Top Gun Maverick is there's, there's like 30 years of history that we don't get to learn about at all. Yeah. That's the one unfortunate thing. They would have been... something years, because it's not quite 40. Yeah, it would have been a... Um, a three-hour movie if they had to include that 30-year history, though. You know what I'm saying, Eric? Either with flashbacks or whatever, but no. It just mentions them and expects you to know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 30 years gives them a long time to work with. Yeah. I mean, they they, they could do a series, um, you know. Because, like, he has a new love interest that they're, they're supposed to have a history, but we have no idea who this person's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> Right. All right, so what do you give him Top Gun, the original, Eric? Uh, I'm going to give the original Top Gun a six. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to give Top Gun Maverick an eight. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, Top Gun, the original, is overrated in my opinion. I, I always felt that. Uh, but Top Gun Maverick, pretty damn good, uh, to be honest. It's I mean, so funny because the movie opens up exactly the same way. The same song, yeah. the same aircraft carrier footage almost yeah. played exactly one-to-one. Yeah, I know. It is funny, man. It did, you're like, Until is you this... see the new technology and you're like, oh, so this is the new movie. Yeah. I'm not hallucinating. Right. The uh, good things about the original were the opening and the music. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I think it's average uh, break. I mean, to be fair, I mean it's it was fair. I mean, it, it's you know it was kind of an exciting type deal back in the day with the airplanes and you know whatever. But and then the women obviously liked the uh, volleyball. Also, to not offend people, they kind of made the the enemy that they're fighting like just unknown. They just don't mention where the country or yeah, is. yeah. That that is one weird thing. But, but based on the snow, we're gonna have to assume that it's Russia again. Yeah, yeah. Well. I mean, yeah. Bruce killed a lot of Russians over the years. Yeah. A lot. Scott was right. He's like, the original Top Gun was made to boost recruitment in the Air Force. Yes, there was uh, a lot of that, Scott for sure. But, like, the plot this time is actually mirrors the plot of, of, of Macross Plus in a way because uh, he's losing his job as a test pilot to drones. Yeah, and he needs to prove that they're still worse than human pilots. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there is thoughts to that. I mean, it, it, you know, um, 
the human condition is made full of errors, right? And and that's why drones would be superior. But but drones can't make like like last kind of second decisions to change course, you know, which which humans can. And that's pretty much what what he was saying. Like there's, you know, there's. I mean, I know drones are the future, but I mean, you you're not you can't replace. It's like putting robots. Imagine this: putting robots in in fast food joints, right? I mean, that, that in theory that's the way it's going. Um, but, but nobody can replace a human, you know? So you you know, the mistakes, <laughs> excuse me, sorry. The mistakes a human m- would make uh, would not be made by these robots, but, but the last minute decisions a human would make, like to be empathetic with a the customer, these robots are never going to do, you know? So, you know, it well, is what before we move on, I want to, I want to go back to Justice League Unlimited and my experience with it so far. I think the, the two other biggest errors it makes is that its soundtrack is horrendous. It reminds me of Batman Beyonds, which I was never a fan of that show's soundtrack, and it's just grating mm-hmm. and, and um, rock and heavy, heavy metal ish. Yeah, like, with like no real melody. It's just let's play a couple chords. Yeah. Kids will, kids will like it because it sounds cool. <laughs> but, uh, the other one is that each opening to each episode is individualized, but it just shows you clips from what's going to happen in the episode. So it spoils the episode for you, basically. Yeah. Skoma says, aren't the drones controlled by humans? Yes, that's true, Skoma, but there's even AI drones now, which are even fucking crazier. Um, and thanks for the salute. Appreciate that, Skoma. Um, all right. Anything else, Eric? Um, no, that's pretty much it. Alright, I'm going to run through mine really quickly. Um, I did get a chance to see the movie Megan, which is at theaters right now. Um, pretty damn good. I'm going to give it a 7.5. I don't want to spoil anything. It's basically AI um, doll goes amok. Um, it should have been a rated R movie. Is pretty much If it would have been a rated R movie, I probably would have rated this much higher. I think um, I'm just going to wait until it hits a stream. Yeah, at this point I would, Eric. Um, I, I, I mean, honestly, this could have been um, way better, but it seemed a little restrained, and that's why I give it a little bit lower score, but it's, it's still pretty damn good. Do you think it's better than the Child's Play reboot? Um very similar, maybe slightly better. I did like the childhood reboot, uh, Eric. I, I thought it was pretty, pretty damn creative. If you if you ask me, and a lot of other people didn't like. It. I know, I know, because they were so used to the possession story and and all that. But I, I thought it was more practical and it worked for me. But but Megan slightly better. I I would say. I I do think it's a little restrained because of the PG thirteen rating, but. Um, you know, whatever. What are you going to do? I, apparently, there's a, a rated R cut movie, um, uh, cut somewhere, so like a director's cut. Uh, compared to Ex Machina, it doesn't compare, Skotoma. Um, Ex Machina is a great movie. I mean, it's one of my favorites of all time. As a matter of fact, I think I gave Ex Machina a 10 on this show, which I very rarely dole out, so um, that tells you how I feel. What's that, Break? Robots, uh, where does it rank compared to Small Soldiers? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely above that, man. Um, okay, real quickly, Vampire Hunter D and Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. These are older anime movies, especially the original. Um, the original's pretty damn good. The animation is dated uh, a little bit, obviously. Um, 
story's pretty decent. Um, you know, um, it's a seminal anime movie. I mean, I, I really don't like spoiling anime, even if it is way older, because I like people to discover anime. But basically, it follows a, a vampire hunter, obviously, um, who uh, himself has a secret. Um, but, um, I mean, overall, I really, really enjoy I think it's a seminal anime movie. Uh, I don't think you should miss this. I think I, I, I th- at the time... Uh, I watched it. I was amazed by it, and I'm still odd to this day uh, for that movie. Um, I give it an eight and a half out of uh, ten. Um, but the next movie, Vampire Hunter D: Bloodlust, um, gets a ten from me, and I'll tell you why. Um, looks like I'm handing out tens all over the pl- place uh, lately. Um, what's that break? I'm sorry, you're breaking. I remember Bloodlust being fucking awesome. Yes, Bloodlust. Is fantastic. It's a great movie. I, I remember Bloodlust looking pretty, but I think its narrative was rather threadbare. No, 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 no. You're wrong, Eric. The the narrative is actually really good in Bloodlust because of one one particular thing that happens I in the movie. Watch it again, though. Yeah, I would rewatch it, Eric, because I I think I think it's. It's as close to a perfect anime movie as you can get, uh, especially with some of the moral implica- implications that are that are done in this movie. I think it's it's really it it basically um, got the same plot lines as the first movie, um, where someone gets kidnapped and you know I mean basically it's not a movie; it's an OVA. I think they just stitched all the episodes together. It works for me. Format. Yeah, it works for me. It's fine. It's about an hour and a half long, maybe a little bit longer. Um, but Bloodlust looks pretty. Uh, even to this day, it's some of the best anime that's ever been produced. Um, it's got a great narrative. Um, I, I do advise you to watch it again, Eric, because there's there's a certain conundrum that, that comes about that that, that happens that um, it, it's morally the right thing to do and it lets you know um, you know that this guy is, is you know solid pretty much. Um, I do wish that um, that they would have explained his hand a little bit more in bloodlust uh, they kind of go over a little of it but but i mean i'm that that's more for the manga i guess but it's uh, just it's not a manga it's it's a graphic novel so oh is it a graphic and, novel and by that graphic novel i mean it's mostly just a novel there's just pictures that preface every chapter okay well i'm i'm guaranteed the novel has way more in it that can explain a lot of that but it's and great 14 of those novels oh wow so. that's a lot but um it's great, and I highly suggest uh, if, if you're into anime, uh, and or just even the newer anime, and you want to know a lot of like like root anime kind of themes, and and you know especially in the horror anime genre. I mean, obviously Akira is a seminal movie that everybody should watch. That kind of sets the tone for like cyberpunk and you know some horror elements and stuff like that. But Vampire Hunter D is excellence in anime like, uh, like i think bloodlust is based specifically on book four or five and yeah i think it, i think the ova is based on like book two or three or something i wish they would just just do all of it because it, it, it vampire hunter d is so good in almost every which way i i can't praise it enough i love vampire hunter d bloodlust i wished i could find uh, i mean there is a manga adaptation of of book or the OVA content. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, check it out. It's definitely worth your time. You can watch it for free on YouTube, 
which we discussed earlier. Uh, Eric, uh, you can't find it hardly anywhere. There is a, a Blu-ray of it. It's going to cost you a little bit more on eBay or Amazon or or some you know places like that. But yeah, because the Blu-ray was made like several years ago. And yeah, it's almost out of print. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you really want to watch it, you can watch it on anime in high definition, and it is great. It's really really good. So. Highly recommend. All right, let's move on to everybody's favorite segment. Ah, what is it? Stinko of the week. You know what? I am going to change it up, Breakman. Let's go with Eric first on this one. Uh, my Stinko is uh, American Airlines. <laughs> I, I found this on Twitter just a few minutes ago, but... Uh, they promised flight attendants a free bowl of chili if they don't pick it next week. Because apparently, <laughs> apparently the employees are not happy with the time it's taken to get a new contract, and this is more of a... And they're basically trying to bust the union that they've created. <laughs> with, they're trying to bust the union with a free bowl of chili? What do they think? We're all soup kitchen uh, recipients here? What the fuck, Eric? Are you serious? Go fuck yourselves, America. <laughs> Holy fuck, man! It can't get any worse. I, I'm, I'm. If anybody takes that, as opposed to trying to get more money for themselves and their family, I don't know what to tell you, man. A free bowl of chili. The Have hell they here. gotten to the point where they understand that we're poor, but they don't understand just how poor we are? <laughs> <laughs> that that, that they, they think that we're not living in houses. What, what are you saying, Break? Like a soup kitchen. Hold on, hold on, Eric. Break. What are you saying? that we can afford food so they're like here we'll give them food like come on there's food <laughs> we pay them so little they can't even afford food you know it's like jesus christ man they're so out of touch man out well, of touch if, you, if they were thinking that though why not just you know pay them more just pay yeah whoa, pay more whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah oh, that'll cost money so we, we can't we need all that'll cost our executives a few million dollars here so let's uh Let's not do that. Let's not get rash. You know, let's not think ahead here. Yeah, let's not get rash. You're exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> let's make rash decisions here. Slow down. Yeah, Even it's, it's ooh, slow down. I mean, I need I need an extra yacht next year, break man. So we, and gift cards and yeah. Let's not do that. Let's pay you know. raises and bonuses. Yeah, let's. I mean, don't be rash. I mean, you know, that's exactly right. All right, is that all you got, Eric? Yeah. All right, break. Yeah, that is enough. Breakman, your Stinko of the Week. What's that? Oh, yeah, your controller died too, didn't it, Eric? Yeah. Uh, I was watching Top Gun Maverick, and I tried to turn my controller on, because I, I, I don't know if there's even a way to do this, but to keep a controller on while watching a film, because it'll shut off after 15 minutes if you have it set that length. I think that's like the max length for the controller, too. But... When I turned it on, I realized I couldn't actually pause the movie. And I tried resyncing it. It didn't do anything. So it's got power, but none of the inputs were responding. So Ugh. all the wiring for that is, I guess, shot. Yuck. So I'm guessing my controller hit its life expectancy because they only have about 400 hours in those things, just like the PS5 controllers. It's so and weird. I'm surprised it lasted as long as it has, considering the amount of time I put into it. You know, it's so like, weird. I'm more surprised than my PS5 controller, which I've definitely put more time into. Yeah. You know, it's so weird. It's still alive. In all my years of gaming, going back to the fucking <laughs> Dark Ages with the fucking Atari, even before that, 
Um, I have literally never had a controller that I can think of go out on me, no matter what system it is. I had one time... I, I remember my PS4 controller, or maybe my PS3 controller. Like, the X button would stick, and I just... Yeah, couldn't use it properly anymore. Yeah, one time I I got a uh, there was one controller that had a sticky button, but I think I opened it up and when I put it back together it was okay. You know, it's like, uh, like oh that one would fix my problem with the PS3 controller because I think it, it really was just worn out. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I'm here, Frank. I'm what's here that? You've never owned a Mad Cats. A Mad Cats? No, I never. Well, I did have a Mad Cats, but I don't think I used it that often. It was for the GameCube, I believe. Uh, so, but... so um, I was using my old, like the one that came with my Series X for my PC and Steam Deck gameplay, and I'm still using it for that. So that's I'm probably cool. just not going to touch my Xbox for a while until I get my new PS5 controller, which is Cosmic Red, that I bought off of eBay, like. As soon as that happened, yeah, and I only paid like sixty bucks for it or something, but um, more than I'd like. But it's the best I could do considering the alternative is paying the full seventy five dollars for it. Yeah. All right, but uh, uh, I'm going to use my old PS5 controller until that gives out, and then I'll finally buy a new Xbox controller. Yeah, there you go. All right, Breakman. You can use any Bluetooth con- uh, enabled controller on the Steam Deck for like, an extra controller. Yeah, uh, Breakman, your I got a few. A few. Okay. Um, first, uh, George Santos, if that's his real name, because we're now we're not even sure what his guy's real name is. Jesus, really? Uh, it's gotten to that point, Breakman. We don't even know what his real name is. Another name he was going by Anthony something or other. Oh for God! A while. Uh, and when he was doing that, he scammed a uh, homeless man with a sick dog. I think he scammed yeah, him out of five k, wasn't it? Five thousand dollars or yeah. some shit. Them to help the sick dog, and then he took off with the loot and uh, left the guy with the sick dog. Wow, is that verified story? Uh, break. Uh, yeah, they get they have uh, like uh, apparently backup text messages okay. to show the person. So apparently it happened. Sick fuck! What a twisted piece of shit. It's not not surprising. That. It's not surprising at this point. I mean, nothing like it's gonna come out that this guy like uh, was friends with the Unabomber or some shit. Like, there's nothing, nothing surprising. You're right. Yeah. Dear conservatives, do you realize the party that you support is nothing but a criminal organization at this point? Why do you Why do you guys think that I hate both Democrats and Republicans? Look at this. You see? I mean, there it is in a nutshell. What else you got, Break? Uh, next, we have a. Um, Frank, let me ask you something. If you went into your job and say a, a another employee was maybe a little rowdy or something like that, and you confronted them, and you know they weren't hitting you or anything, but you decided like punched them in the face a few times, what would your what would the company do to you? I get fired immediately and probably prosecuted, and uh, you know. I don't think so because if if you go into law enforcement, what happens is. You get a free paid vacation. Yep. Yep. It's something I talked about today on my, my other channel. I had a, a really good panel with a good friend of mine named DJ Dot, And uh, we we talked about it, Breakman. And it, uh, it it's it's police unions. It's, I mean, you, there's a myriad of problems with policing. And, and I highly advise anybody listening to RP Grinders, 
listen to that panel because we go over a lot of stuff a lot of stuff um yeah so continue on Breakman. man i, w- I want to hear this you're right frank most jobs they would fire you for that immediately like security would come and get you well there's a about a half hour north from me uh, a police a video of a police officer came out where the woman was kind of you know she was resisting arrest she wasn't like throwing punches or anything like that she was just kind of pull- pulling away from him mm-hmm. uh, midway through the officer just started pummeling her in the face i saw this break man um uh, ridiculous uh, just a ridiculous explosion of violence like they escalated it for no reason and he was caught like doing this on video and the police response of course is well you know he's we're taking him off duty active duty uh we're sending him home paid yeah well there was a cop here in denver that shot uh, you guys remember me talking about this right break a cop here shot into a crowd of people injured five people um and he, I mean, he got indicted, which is a good thing, but he's on paid leave. So, you know, paid vacation. You shoot somebody, you're on paid vacation. Yep. That's yeah. it's insane. Like, yeah. I, it's, I don't know what to say about that. It just, it, it's definitely a stinko when you physically assault somebody, you shoot somebody or do something like that and you're rewarded for it. Right. The rest of us are punished. Right. I, like, I think we go to jail. Right? Yep. Yep. So. Punch somebody in the face, you're going to jail if you're caught red-handed and you didn't, you weren't defending yourself, right? So, you know, yeah. What else you got, Break? Well, you talked about the, how you hate both parties and stuff like that. I, yes. I wanted to point out some hypocrisy that I that I've noticed. Yep. Um, what's going on right now with uh, COVID? Okay. Um, you know, have you heard some of the stories of COVID? Um, for instance, I think it was uh, just a couple weeks ago, there were 3,400 deaths from COVID in America. Mm-hmm. Um, when the pandemic happened and Trump was the president, remember when 3,400 deaths would have been a huge news story? Yes. Yes. Um, this is the kind of thing that, that uh, when Republicans say that there's a, a, a bias with the media, this is exactly what they're saying. Uh, it's not a major news story, you know, that people are, that the pandemic is spiking and thousands of people are dying weekly. Well, look, Breakman, didn't you, I mean, you're not listening to Joe Biden. The pandemic is over. So (laughs) you're you're just not listening, Breakman. I don't understand you. Why do you not listen to our Lord and Savior, Joe Biden? I'm sorry, Frank. You see what I'm saying? I mean, okay. if if you just listen to what what the politicians are telling you on either side of the aisle, especially the president of the United States, whether it's dumbass Trump He's or not or a Republican, by the way, <laughs> or dumbass dumbass uh, uh, Biden, I mean, you 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 would know to know your role, shut your mouth, and don't report anything. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's how it goes. The, the media hypocrisy is just, it's astounding. Like, it's just... And I hate the media hypocrisy on the fucking document bullshit, too, because two things can be true, right, uh, Break? That's Both... what's another thing that drives me fucking crazy. Two things can be true, and it's back and forth, like, well, our guy did it, not your guy. Like, back and forth with both parties. When, you know, there could be shitty people in both parties, because there are. Right. Right, Skunkwa says the COVID deaths are overrated because they would they would count people that died from other causes, but if they had COVID, they would count it. Yes, Skunkwa, for good reason because COVID um, 
worsens all of those issues, right? Not, not only do you have underlying issues, but if you get COVID, all of a sudden you're dead, right? Whereas underlying issues can be treated, like diabetes, for instance, or, or um, if you have uh, asthma or other things. If you have COVID, they're going to, of course, Skodama, I agree with you. Um, they are, they're not overrated, but they did count a lot of those people because they did have COVID. You know, COVID is a factor um, in uh, those people's deaths. So they should be considered COVID deaths because if you didn't have COVID, um, you would probably survive. And uh, there are, there's some of that, Skodama, but not as much as you think. Like there were, there, there were reports of pe- people being shot by guns and, you know, gunshot wounds and counting as, as COVID, but not very many, not as many as you think, Skodama. But all right, continue on break. What else you got? So yeah, like just this the the bias of the media, like um, it's it it fuels the narrative that uh, the media is a liberal thing, and it it sends people to Fox News. Look, this is the what media. I'm going to tell you, Break. Yeah. If if Trump is going to be tried and convicted of this this document thing, <laughs> right? He's not going to be. I know, I know, but check this out. If okay, if he's going to be tried. Or indicted, or anything like that, which we're still waiting, right? Then, then Joe Biden should definitely be um, indicted for the same fucking things, right? Because there's not much difference other than he was he was willing to give up the files, right? But look, look, very much different from the what Hillary did with the emails. Yes, this this is it's not, but that's what I'm saying. There's a big hypocrisy, isn't there? So I don't care about any of these people. I want them all to go to jail. I think they all should be in jail. Exactly. I think we want want the criminals to be prosecuted. You don't care what party they're part of. Like that's doesn't that's not relevant to what to shit like this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Look, I want W George W Bush to be on trial in the Hague. I want Obama to be on trial. I want. all of them, Clinton, you name them. I want them to be on trial for war crimes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like Obama and, and Guantanamo atrocities. Yep, like, 100. 100 percent, man. They, they don't talk about when it, when Obama was president, but that was going on. Like that's and you and people would go to the right wing media because they would talk about that stuff. Same thing like, like the drone strikes that Obama did that that I'm not too happy about. The 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 seven wars or the five more wars he created when he began office. Um, that's one thing, and I talked about this uh, break that Trump did not do. He almost got into a, a, another war with Syria, but. Too, he right? tried with Iran, but he did not get us into any more wars, which is the one good thing I could take from his pre- presidency. We yeah, didn't, not. you know, and he tried to get the troops out of where we were. And I agree with him. You know, big difference with the documents, uh, Freak 5 says. Trump was told to return the documents and he kept refusing and delaying. I Look, Freak, let me let me stop you there, Okay. I don't disagree with that, but the I, fact that he had the documents... For years he had them, Freak 5. Years he had uh, documents that he shouldn't have ever had in his fucking garage. Okay? He said his garage was locked. I don't care 
It doesn't matter. It's not different. They're both the same. They're, they're, they're uh, two sides of the same coin, and they should be treated like that. And that this is why I don't like partisan politics, because it gets in the way of rational thinking, right? It's the same shit. Are they exactly the same? No, no things. Nothing is going to be exactly the same, but they are so close to being that, you know, that they both need to invest. This is what I'm going to tell you, Freak Five. Everything you said is true, right? So when it comes to indictments and trials and he's found guilty, if it ever came to that, which I know it won't. But if he was found to get, they should take that into consideration with his sentencing, sentencing. That's what should happen. That, those type of things matter for sentencing. They don't matter for the crimes that, that are afoot. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and, I, and it should be the same with Trump. He didn't do any of those things. He should get a longer sentence because he didn't cooperate. He, he, he up, you know, obstructed and whatever. You know? So I, I just hate them all, man. They're all worthless fucks. Anyways, Breakman, anything else? Uh, well, no, I mean, other than our, our elected officials are all criminals for the most part. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's... So, uh, the best that the Democrats can do is Joe Biden? Get out of here, man. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Um, yeah, and, and see, Skodama brings that up, too. Um, it might be a little worse, Skodama. I might agree with you on this, because he didn't have authority uh, with those classified documents. Only the president is supposed to have authority. Actually, he did. Obama uh, made it. Um, there was a rule Obama changed so he could do that. Okay. that Thanks for the clarification break, but still. I had to do research on it because I saw somebody say that, and I was like, oh, really? And then I'm like, oh. But no, still, still, so he could do that. But it's they still should have ridiculous. never been out of the National Archives. That's where they exactly. should have went, you know, from the White House to the, the National Vice Archives. Access to cl- to cl- because of Obama, the vice president has access to classified information he did not before. Okay. Well, thanks for the clarification. So, equal yeah, playing field. Given more of our secrets out. To people. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, both Democrats and Republicans. You guys are both worthless. So, there you go. Um, stinkos for me, real quickly. Um, my sister is extending her stay for five more days, so that sucks. Um, my but mom's birthday present, I got her a jacket, didn't quite fit. It was just a little too snug, so that sucked. And then the final thing is people are losing their fucking minds over the Pink Floyd um, 50-year logo thing. Um, they're, you know, they're talking about like it's a rainbow and all this. I got news for you people. Pink Floyd had a rainbow in their original design when Dark Side of the Moon came out. So get over it. You know, like that's my. They're supposed to be his. They're, they're fans. Like, no, obviously you're not fans of them. No, no. Like, if you don't realize that the rainbow is part of their logo, like you're definitely not fans. I mean, like, the, fifty years. It, it, they they had a fifty years ago. They had a rainbow in their logo. So yep. stop with the the fucking hate already. Who cares? All right, let's move on to happier thoughts, guys. Dude, what does my tattoo say? Sweet, sweet of the week. All right, um, let's go with yours, break. Uh, mine goes to uh, Bengals did something they ha- that uh, they have never done in team history, and they've been around since 1969. Uh, win playoff games in back-to-back seasons. Yes. Never done before. Mo- a lot of other teams are used to doing that kind of thing, but the Bengals have never done yeah, it before. Not the Broncos for the past seven years, break man. <laughs> <But laughs> they've done it before. Yes, they have. They've won back-to-back Super Bowls before. Have. 
the Bengals, it's like you've been around for like almost fifty years, but you know you haven't still haven't. No, now they finally gotten past that hump, and uh, the next game will be against the Bills, who are going to be a formidable opponent. Either team, I think, can win this game. If the Chargers had beat the Jaguars, would the matchups have been the same? I believe so, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, unfortunately, the Bills have to play the Bengals and uh, Breakman. This one's going to be tough, but if anybody can do it, the Bengals can, but I, I think the the Bills are going to win. It's either, uh, both of these teams are good. Either good. one of these teams could win this game. I, all that matters, Breakman, is that either the Jaguars, the Bills, or the Bengals beat the Chiefs. If any of those things happen, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I, I just cannot handle the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl or, or heaven forbid, winning the Super Bowl. So... I can't stand that. Uh, who was that? Miami was it that got in with like nine wins? Yeah, yeah, they got in. With played nine. like shit, like they shouldn't have been in the playoffs. To no, begin the with. Buccaneers had a losing record and made it. Man, they were eight yeah. nine. And another team that shouldn't have been in the playoffs, and it showed. Yeah, like, well, they really need to do, redo the playoff structure. Not, I'm not saying the number of teams getting in. I'm saying how that teams get in. Like winning your division shouldn't. <laughs> Enough for you getting to the yeah, you, you, that's an accomplishment. You won your division, but hey, if it wasn't good enough, the second team in the in the NFC fucking East gets in or whatever. You know, I mean, I agree. They should didn't get in when these other loot teams with losing records got in. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I agree, man. It's it's horrible, man. It's like I don't know. I, I don't like that. You know, and it's happened more times than you than you know. Either a, an eight and eight team or now an eight and nine team made it into the postseason. It really really sucks for for everything. But all right, uh, any other sweetos break? Just imagine that's Tom Brady's last game. Like how embarrassing to go out in a game like that. Oh, he's know? coming back next year, dude. No doubt. <laughs> He's he's gonna be either in Vegas or or um, they're talking about Miami, but whatever, you know. I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't at this point. Like still, like you know, he's lost that that touch he had twenty years ago. But like that was twenty years ago. He's but dude, still, like, he, he's still throwing for over four thousand fucking yards, man. Like like, dude is still got it. Not in his prime is still better than like twenty. I'd say. Of the 32 teams, he's still better than 20 quarterbacks. Yeah, and if you could make 40, 50 mil a year, like, why not, man? Why not? Yeah. I mean, All right. He's to be number one. He's still in the top, like, 10. Oh, he's, he's no he's doubt. He's, he may be in the top, like, seven or six, man. Like, he's still pretty fucking good, man. You know? I mean, I would I would have him on my team in a second. Like, if they said you could trade Russell Wilson for a year, <laughs> let's go, baby. <laughs> let's let's do it, man. You know? What's that? February twelfth, uh, I believe. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I think you trust Russell Wilson for like a new tackle dummy or something. Uh, I think he's going to be better next year, especially if they get somebody like Gary P- or not Gary <laughs> Payton, uh, Sean Payton. But you know, whatever. He did wonders with Drew Brees when Drew Brees was thought to be like an afterthought, you know, broken quarterback. But you know, whatever. All right. Um, I, I think Russell will be better. I think his problem was he was injured early, wasn't it? Uh, injured late, but yeah, he's. Uh, but but no, the coaching was definitely the problem, man. I mean, Hackett was just fucking awful. I mean, he wasn't even calling the plays in Green Bay. That was the head coach Matt Lafleur. But you know, it just it just didn't work, man. We need we needed somebody new. I wish they would have fired him like 
five, six games in, you know, like, I mean, it was pretty apparent, but he couldn't manage the clock even, you know. I, I understand wanting a guy who can't manage the clock fired. The Bengals kept one for 16 years. I know, man. What, what was his name? Um, Marvin Lewis, right? Oh, my God. Like, it was so <sighs> irritating to watch him at the end of every game, every close game. Like, dude, this is not how you manage a clock. Call timeout. What are you doing? <laughs> Skonema. I know, Skonema. We, we don't talk sports that often, but every once in a while we get we get in. He goes, I don't know how you guys have the time for sports along with all the other stuff. <laughs> I don't bother. Most times I don't either, Skonema, but I still, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I was born and raised in Denver, and it's like ingrained here. You know, it's just just how it is but we we don't try to bore you guys too too much with it we we move eric's eric's another one he's like god guys shut up with the sports shit you know anyway, i have time because i have kids yeah right um all right uh let's move on uh, eric i didn't see a sweeto uh for you no, this week nothing. did all right um i finished my movie script i don't think i mentioned that last week so that's that's my sweeto of the week um really hard to do scripts guys it really really fucking is but oh except for the controversial hockey player oh yeah well <laughs> i mean whatever you know <laughs> all right let's move on we don't, we don't have time to talk about that scotum we got time for this though um, okay I have something for you guys, and Bernie and I have been watching the Indiana Jones movies, right? We got through the first two. We got through um, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temp uh, Temple of Doom, right? Um, you guys have both seen those movies, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Breakman? Yeah, of, course, of course. Okay. I've seen all the Indiana Jones. Yes. yes um really good really fun i don't have any issues with the movie except for one thing um why aren't the first two movies rated r because it was the uh, 80s and standards of ratings were really lax no 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 no, they're, uh, no, they're not, Eric, because um, a lot of movies came out at the same time or before or after had just as much gratuitous sexual innuendo or um, blood or, um, you know, violence, gunshots, at least a PG-13. Why were those movies PG? I, I'm really, I'm, I, I really want to know. Is it about the mouth that, like, was present or something? Look... Yes, uh, th there's enough in those movies to both warrant an R rating, and both both Bernie and I were watching these movies ob objectively, and I've seen them uh, a myriad of times, right? I've seen them several times over, both of them, and it's always been bothering me why these movies were PG-13. Like did Lucas... Did Lucas pay people to keep that rating? Or I, you know what? There, I told Bernie that Spielberg must have had huge influence back in the day um and and i i know it's a minor beef but and, and usually we complain the opposite but look if we're going to call spades a spade i honestly believe those movies should be uh, at least have consider if you were to re if the if the whoever does the the mpaa i believe is who who does the ratings if they were to objectively look at these movies let's say somebody put in front of them um, a script with no names, right? And you told them, all right, we're going to make a movie where a guy will take his hand and plunge it into the chest of another human being, 
pull his heart out while it's still beating and burn him alive, what do you think the the, the MPAA would be more more likely to give that movie uh, as far as ratings go? That's the reason why is because the PG-13 rating wasn't made until 1984. That's when the second movie came out, and the first movie came out in 1981. Okay, uh, actually, so it was 1990 when when the no, you're right, it was 84, right? I, because well, you're talking, looking all this up. I've been verifying it. Okay, and then the third movie so the, came out in 1990, I believe. Uh, right, break. That, oh. Uh, uh, oh, the Last Crusade. Or yeah, Last Crusade. Crusade. Yeah, yeah. Which is why Ghostbusters is rated PG th- instead of PG thirteen, with the implied getting a blowjob from a ghost. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's because it, because PG thirteen wasn't invented until nineteen eighty four, August nineteen eighty four. This movie should have gotten, uh, especially I think it was Temple of Doom should have got a rate, rated R rating because there is um, July uh, There's a little bit of nudity. Because you do see nipples through a, a, um, a wet t-shirt, right? Um, you see, a, you don't see it on screen, but you see the blood. It's definitely very bloody. A guy getting uh, basically razored by a propeller, right? Remember when Indiana Jones was fighting with that big, I don't know if he's Russian, a, a German guy. And he gets, he gets um, you know... Uh, bladed up by the propeller you see explosions you see violence you see gunshots i think at one point indiana you shoots also it. see exposed monkey brain you see a exposed a, monkey brains you see snakes you see like their heart ripped out of their chest yep somebody yeah, getting their heart ripped out you see uh, a guy getting burned to death you 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 know with a gunshot wound. <laughs> you see you see in the first movie you see a guy get shot in the head and blood gushes out. Also, you get to see somebody's face melt. Yep, Escotoma uh, just brought it up. Indiana Jones with the melting face. Yep. Yeah, they they killed a monkey in the first movie. Yep, I mean, they, they did in the second movie as well. That the the, the 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 monkey takes poison and gets killed. So I mean. There is so much gratuitousness to to those movies. I I I mean, it's a minor gripe, and I'm I'm glad it worked out that way. I mean, who cares, you know, in the grand scheme of things? But it's just hypocrisy. Like some movies, like Megan, for instance, they had to tame everything down in order to give it a PG thirteen rating so that it could be mass consumed. I mean, it's stupid. It's dumb. <laughs> I. Wait. Shoot them seems really weird to me. Like, uh, I don't know why. Like, what what gives them an R rating versus a PG thirteen? Yeah, it's sometime? really weird. I was watching like a horror movie. I can't remember which one it was. Break, but the difference between it being rated R and PG thirteen was like maybe I think it was like five or six seconds worth of blood. If you linger on the blood, then you get an R rating. If you don't, you get a PG-13. And that's the difference in millions and millions of dollars in, in movies. And like, you can show like breasts for like a second yep. or something on a PG-13, but if you show if you linger on the breast, it's going to give you an R rating. I know. It's, if, it's you try, a, <laughs> if you linger longer on the breast, we're going to give you an X rating. It, it drives me nuts because the MPAA is so inconsistent with things. They have a set of, they have a set of rules... 
but based on i guess like influence like like somebody like spielberg i mean the difference between a pg and an r movie i mean an r rating for for indiana jones would have cut it's it's, they never uh, reclassified it so they kept that rating yeah it's still pg to this day and i i mean if you guys ever watch those movies again tell me they're not rated r material man i mean i don't know man like it's just what's the face that face melting thing like skittum said the face melting in the first minion jones like that was fucking freaky when yeah. i was a kid well yeah and also like like uh, the, indiana taking a gun in front of everybody by the way and shooting a guy in the head and blood rushes out like that alone should have garnered it an r rating right bernie i mean i'm i'm not crazy am i no, I said the same thing. <laughs> Bernie had never seen these movies, so she's like saying the same thing. You know, like, she's like, how, "Wow, how are they PG?" Yeah, these how? are PG movies, like crazy. I could see something like The Goonies being a PG movie, right? Because nothing. I mean, it's kind of an adventure movie along the same lines, and there's no blood. The there's most, the most no. You ever I see just, is a dead body. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Goonies a lot of foul language, though, and uh, there, there were jokes about prostitution and pot use and stuff like that early in the movie. Yeah, but uh, you, ne- you never see any of it, like you know. Uh, I don't know. Like, to me, I think if we were to reclassify, I think there's a strong argument that uh, would make uh, Indiana Jones both one and two. Uh, rated R movies. It's crazy, man. And then you get to um, Last Crusade, and then it tones it down a little bit. Uh, but it's still, you know, I mean, a lot of violence in those movies, man. I just, I don't know. It's really weird. Some movies that I don't, I didn't think deserved um, a high, a hard R rating got rated R rating. Some movies that deserve a rated R movie, you know, rating didn't, don't get them. They're just not consistent, man. That's that was my thing. Did anybody else have anything they wanted to talk about? Showgirls, like there was the NC seventeen and the R version of it. Like I, I did, and I don't. I, what was what was the difference between the two? Break. There was like an extra pull. I think the pull sex scene was a little longer or something like that. And you, you, there was a little bit more nudity in the in the in the NC seventeen version. Because I saw the NC seventeen version in the theaters. If you can believe that. Um, I think I saw the R version on cable at one point, but I, I saw the NC seventy four version on I have it on D V D somewhere or had it. Yeah. Yeah. And I I I think that movie's gotten a bad rap. I, I think it's a better movie than, than what people give it credit for, but but you know. I liked it. But it wasn't they they, they rated it like in the N C seventeen and like the R for there wasn't that much difference between the two and they considered one porn but the other not. It, it just, like you said, the, their ratings don't make sense a lot of the time. Mm. That's, need, another good, that's a great example, Break Man, uh, uh, of the ratings just being wacky, man. But uh, you guys have anything else? Eric, did you have anything else before we got out of here? No. Break, you have anything else? Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, Spike's not happy. She got up immediately. I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> I'm, 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 that's not happy. Sorry. That's funny, man. All right. Uh, I think that's all we have time for you guys this week. Um, we'll be back. Oh, Breakman, before we go, what were our tournaments going to be? Not next week, but the following week. Do you remember? Yeah, it's going to be, uh, we're going to do two tournaments. One's going to be the cutest character. The other is going to be the hottest character. The cutest character um, in a movie? Is this male or female? It, it obviously has to be both, right? Yeah. No, I'm going to do both. I won't I won't gender discriminate. I'll do both, but this is video game characters. 
video um, game characters. Okay. I don't like the awards stupid. they give for movies either. I agree with you, Skodoma. It's stupid. Um, so cutest and then sexiest, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, so, I'm looking at the difference between the showgirls and the NC-17. I, I just wanted the breakdown, not the, not like a full like description and, and pictures and everything. Just want to mm. give me a – just tell me the difference. Dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so, so you're saying Eric and I have to give you ten of the cutest video game characters of all time, and ten of the, and then you you have a little bit of leeway break because you always do a really fantastic job with these uh, tourneys. So we have two tournaments, um, uh, thirty two each, right? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah. So not 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 next week, but the week after, we're going to have two really fun tournaments uh, to look forward to. There there will be both men and women in there. I'll have Bernie help me with the men because you know that's kind of tough for me. But uh, the women, no problem, no problem. Can we put Gerard Butler? in No, these are no, video games. Can we put him in a video game? Oh, can we put him in a video game? No, Bernie, we can't. Darn it! <laughs> not even if he voiced the character, because he's Gerard. not Gerard Butler. <laughs> right. I mean, we should just have a, a tournament of Gerard Butler movies to determine what the best Gerard Butler movie is. <laughs> Bernie, you would you would die. That's her favorite, Gerard Butler. All right, so that that's something to look forward to. All right. As far as the differences, it's like the shots linger longer in NC-17 and the pool scene is longer. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. yeah. That seems... And there's a there's one scene where somebody's getting hit that was edited a little bit. So there's one scene of violence that was edited, but this pull scene makes it porn. So <laughs> Scotima says, "Play some Leisure Suit Larry." <laughs> I don't know if I would <laughs> consider uh, Leisure Suit Larry sexy, uh, Scotima, but some of the chicks in the, those games, I guess, uh, in a cartoon sense. But we're going to determine that the cutest because there is a difference between cute and sexy. Uh, sometimes they're they're together, but. But uh, you, you know the difference we're, tr- we're going for here on video games. So, anyways. All right. That's all we have time for uh, this week. Uh, anything else, gentlemen? Mm. Who's the hottest Pokemon? Wait, no, no. The hottest Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, stay safe this weekend. We want to see you back here next week. Until then, we're out. Later, everybody. Oh, thanks, Konoma and, and Freak5 for being in chat. Really appreciate you guys and everybody else uh, that was in there. I know I don't always get to you guys. Um, O1Ella, uh, Alicidra, Alien the Gathering, Commander Root, Drapsnat, Shanuala, and Squizzy was in here. So thank you guys so much for, for joining. Really appreciate it. All right, everybody. Take care. Have a great weekend. Until next week, we're out. <laughs>